to C3 Church Hepburn Heights. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoy this message today. Lord, I pray that you would speak to us through your word. We come before you, we choose to open our hearts before you tonight and we say, God, would you let your word guide us? Would you let your word bring life and liberty and strength and freedom into the very depths of who we are? Lord, we love you and we honour you. We thank you that you will be glorified in this place, in our lives, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Proverbs 4.23. Above all else, guard your heart. For everything you do flows from it. Above all else, guard your heart. For everything you do flows from it. Above all else, guard, preserve, watch over, protect His Lordship in your heart for everything you do your entire life flows from that space. Does this sound important to you? Yes, Yes, correct answer. In the Bible, the heart refers to the very center, the the core, the essence of our human self. It's the center of our motivations, our desires, our inclinations. Our heart is the center of our thinking, our feeling, our discerning, the very core, the essence of who we are above all else. Guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Here, we have a beautiful pump for a little pool. So as you can tell by the size of our pump here, we have an enormous extravagant swimming pool. We have a 10-foot round, little rubber pool thing that comes up uh, about maybe a little bit over my knees and you fill it with water and this little pump does the little circulating of the water and and while this little pool, we we haven't got a big pool at home and so this is our little pool, while it's only small, we can have some fun in that pool. There have been some epic wrestles ending in tears. There has been loads of fun, three bodyboards all squished in there at one time and multiple humans. It's, it's been a, a fun little space for us to play in. And I can tell you how important this is. Without this, this pump and then inside of this pump, this little filter filtering the water that runs through, without that functioning properly, properly the pool is not very nice after but a few days. You would think the water inside the pool would last longer than what it does, but after a few days, it starts to just look a little ganky. You leave it longer than that, and it is clearly not healthy to swim in. The pump for a pool really matters. What I want us to think about tonight is it's like our, our life is like a pool. So, Our lives are like this this open pool and then our heart is like this pump, this filter. So our lives are like this this pool and then then 
This pump, this filter here is, is like our heart. In our lives, our swimming pool lives, people come and swim. People dive into the pool of our lives. And when they dive in, some of, you know how you, bits of skin just flake. And, and so they're swimming in the pool of our lives and they leave bits of dead skin in there. The, the oils that are on their skin, they, they come off in, in the, the pool of our lives. And you can look at them and just see the shimmer of like the oil of people's lives. And hair comes out and goes in the pool. Children are swimming in the pool. And they feel not the call of God, but the call of nature while they're swimming. And then the, the delight of swimming and just relieving oneself. And, and this is in, in the pool and, and sometimes in the pool of our lives. Adults can act like children and it seems like they're almost relieving themselves in our lives. Birds can fly by and drop things into the pool of our lives. There are trees that drop leaves and twigs and insects come in and just random stuff somehow lands in this pool. And so the pool starts to get filled with this stuff. And what happens is, is this is, the filter is plugged in and so water comes through one, pump, one pipe here. Into the filter, and the idea is that as it comes in, it, it gets cleaned, it gets sorted, and then it comes back out through the other pipe into the pool. And so, this is here to, to help make the junk that gets in there to help it get sorted and dealt with, and, and to see this pool ultimately being a, a glorious space that, that others can benefit from. It all gets sucked through the filter. In life, it all gets sucked through the filter of our heart. Mess drops in the pool of our lives. Sometimes it's the enemy's schemes. Sometimes it's people around us making dumb choices. Sometimes it's just unfortunate circumstances. Sometimes it's sickness. Sometimes it's deep betrayal. At times, it's complex scenarios we're dealing with. Other times, it's compounding pressures. And there are sometimes just life's messes that plop into our pool that we can't really find a label for, but they're there nonetheless. And it all gets sucked through the filter of our heart. And it's so easy now for this filter to begin to get clogged. And as this begins to get clogged, the the pump stops doing what it's designed to and the pool starts to lose its colour and its shine and starts to go a little gank. And here's the crazy thing. We can dump stuff in our own pool. Our intentional sin has substance. It's mess that we're dumping in the pool of our lives. Our blatant ignoring of Scripture has substance that is dumped into our lives, our giving into temptation, our, our love of other things, even good, godly things. If we love them above God, it becomes an idol and it becomes gross and we sabotage a thing that was supposed to be glorious and it's gank in the pool of our lives. The attitudes we know aren't best, the consequences of our laziness. 
or our fear or our selfishness. These things have substance and we're dumping junk in our own pool and it all gets... comes through the filter of our heart. This can begin to get clogged and fail to do what it was actually designed to do above all else. Guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. So what do we what do we do? What's our tendency when the pool starts to go off color a bit? When there's something not quite right in our lives and we know it and we can see the colors going off. What's our what's our tendency when when this happens? Uh, are you someone who would want to pretend and pretend the pool's not changing colour. And people around are like, are you okay? Are things, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. They can see the green in the pool of your life. And we're, nah, 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 I'm, I'm good. And maybe we're really consciously aware of what's causing it. Maybe we're not, but we'd rather just avoid the whole situation and pretend our pool's not going green in a certain area. But then we can begin to wonder why people aren't wanting to come and swim in the pool of our lives like they used to. And why are they attracted to that person or this over here and, and not me? And it's because they're responding to the, something's not quiet because the filters got blocked and we haven't dealt with it. Maybe we could have a tendency and maybe you'd lean towards this way that you'd want to shrink the pool. And so the pool starts going off color a little bit. So what, what will I do? I'm going to shrink the pool. I'm going to pull back from this. Or that. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop doing that stuff. I have to shrink my world and make things smaller because a smaller pool is easier to maintain. A smaller life is easier to maintain. Or maybe our tendency could be to close the pool. We retreat from a purposeful life. We begin to keep people at a distance. And everybody misses out on the very best of us. Or maybe we just shut down the pump. We turn it off at the wall. We shut down the pump. And instead, we're going to try to fix the pool by dumping endless chemicals into it. We're just going to artificially prop up this pool in a way that someone dives into the pool and their eyes are burning out of their head, dribbling down their face. Because it... It looked okay, but it's not okay. And instead of sorting, and we're going to look at properly, instead we just shut the whole, the whole pump down, throwing the chemicals in here where we're overly medicating our lives with pills or substances or addictions or whatever escapes we find ourselves lost in and we become emotionally disconnected, unhealthy, and then people get burnt by the unhealthiness. Of our lives, but instead, there is a way that He calls us to. Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Here's three keys for us God's way. Number one, Psalm 139, verse 23 Search me, O God, and know my heart. Examine me and know my anxious thoughts. Examine me. When I come to clean the pool, 
the pool filter. What I first have to do is I, I have to take the, the lid off here, unscrew that, and then and take the filter out and look at it and see how, how it's doing. See how dirty this thing is, and that determines what sort of cleaning then needs to come next. But first, I have to examine this. And so for you and I, the first step for us is to allow God into the pool filter of our heart to unscrew the mechanisms of our humanity and get to the very depths of who we are, where we would say, God, search me. Search my heart, O oh God. Examine my heart. And this is what he wants from us. Not to hide the junk in our heart, but to let him in. To let him in. And now here's the annoying thing about this pool filter. On Tuesday, I have to go out and unscrew the top and take this out and, and clean it out and then put it back. And, and, and I go, oh, yes, I've done a great job of sorted. But Wednesday rolls around. And wow, I need to, I need to do it again and come back. And then, and then Thursday, we... It needs doing again. This is not a, not a once-off process. This, this is not a, we make a decision to follow Christ and bang, everything's sorted. Whole life figured out, now just on cruise control. This is a daily discipline of saying, God, search my heart. Examine me, oh God. A daily discipline of sorting out the filter, examining the filter, a daily discipline of opening our heart to him. There's a couple of dangers for us that I see. You know, we, we have the craziest access to information. There is more knowledge available to us than has ever been. The accessibility is insane. And so there is a, there is a challenge for us that I think, and particularly amongst the emerging generation, that sometimes I think there is a stronger daily discipline in gathering head knowledge than a daily discipline of surrendering our heart for examination. A greater daily discipline in in gathering head knowledge instead of presenting our heart for examination. And God's truth is not for intellectualizing, but for heart transforming. It's got to start in that space. And the cleverest doctrine without a surrendered heart is severely stained. And it flows through into the complexion of our pool. It starts with a surrendered heart. And then we can dive into adding knowledge to everything else that's going on in our world. But it starts with that surrendered heart. It starts with this, God, would you examine my heart? Search me, O God, and know my heart. Examine me. God, if you're not radically transforming my heart, all my learning is going to flow through my flesh and it's going to be stained. So I surrender all my learning to you. I surrender all I know. I surrender all my ideas. Search me, oh God. And there's another danger for us as we've been doing this journey for a long time and many of us have been followers of Christ for years even decades. And there is a challenge here that we can build a stronger daily discipline of faithful Christian activity instead of radical heart transparency. 
And so we've built in these disciplines to, to do the motions, the structure of a Christian life, which is fantastic and wonderful. But if that comes before, or that's a greater daily discipline than surrendering our heart for Him to examine and make it fresh and to turn that heart of stone continually to a heart of flesh. If we haven't got that happening, then all of our wonderful Christian doings ultimately begin to flow through our flesh. God, restore to me the open-hearted joy of my salvation. God, if you're not still radically transforming my heart, all of my doing is going to flow through my flesh. And it's going to flow into the pool of my life and it's going to have a stain of me, but I want my pool to look like you. So I surrender my heart, oh God. I surrender my hurts, my confusion, my disappointment from this journey, from the decades of this journey. I open up to you the deepest parts of me. I will not get stuck in the motions. All of us want a sparkling pool. In the heat of summer, when you go to swim in a pool, you don't want to see nappies. Vomit. Even just bugs and that greasy stain. You don't want to see green color. We, we want a sparkling pool. All of us want the pool of our lives to have a sparkle to it. And that's what he wants. And he says, let me in. Come on, let me examine the very depths of your heart that we would have these daily disciplines of examining the filter, of allowing him to examine our heart. So the filter needs to come out. It needs to be examined and then it needs to be cleaned. To squirt the hose onto that filter cartridge and clean out the junk that's been absorbed into that space. Psalm 139.23 that I read says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Examine me and know my anxious thoughts. It continues, verse 24. See if there is any offensive way in me. See if there is anything in me that offends you, that's out of alignment with your way, that's a stain, that's a a part of my flesh that's ultimately going to flow into the pool of my lives. God, I, I want you to have a look and see if there's any of that in me and then lead me in the way everlasting. Lead me in your way. Lead me according to your truth. I want to follow what you say is right. Psalm 51.10 says, Create in me a clean heart, O God. Create in me a clean heart. First, we need to take out the filter, take out this cartridge in the middle and and examine it. And then we need to clean. So we have to open our heart to God that he would examine it. And then we've got to let him go to work with the hose and clean out all the crevices in that puppy. You see, if I'm going to clean this out well, then... I get the hose and it's got the, the special little head thing on the hose with all the little tick, 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 tick. And you can choose what sort of spray you want to come out. And so you turn that thing to jet where there's some strength. And so you are squirting the jet. And, and so you, you want this thing to get really clean so it works more effectively. It does what it's designed to do. And this is what God needs to do in our 
hearts. To get all the little bits of junk that, that get stuck in all of, all of these little places. And then there are things that can't necessarily be seen on the surface, but they're in there and they need to come out. Have you ever kind of felt this happening? Okay, God. Okay. Okay. Here's my heart. Here's my heart. Examine it. Yep. Okay. Okay. Come, come and clean my heart. Here we go. I'm, I'm up for this. And so you, you, you go through this process and, and so God's like, okay, okay, I'm going to go get the hose. And so he gets the hose and he puts it on jet and he, he comes over and he's like, okay, this is going to, this is going to get right in deep, but this is to bring you freedom. This is to release some of the junk that you're, you're really better off without. This is to let me, let me kind of squirt the the water of my word into there and get the truth in to dislodge some of the other things that that's, that's not the best for you. Let's, let's get some of that stuff out. Here we go. My son, my daughter, and, and, and he begins squirting here and we go, oh, that kind of hurts. That, that hurts. That's not comfortable when he starts Squirting and we squirm away and we, we say, give me the hose. Give me the hose. And we, we take that hose and we adjust the nozzle and we put it on mist. And so it's... God, I, I don't want your truth. I just want my version of your love. I don't want your righteous standards. I just want to lean uber on the side of grace. Jesus, I just want you as my friend, not my Lord. And we know when that's stirring inside of us that we need his help. Because then we're not going to have this clean. We're going to put it back in and get it all back here again. And just kind of go, yeah, we're just going to get on with emotions. And then we get used to doing life with this junk in the pool, with this discoloration in the pool. And in a certain area of our lives, maybe we get used to it. And then our family gets used to it and they have to live with it. And everyone around us has to. And they miss out. or We don't want to live in that. Space and we need his help. So let him in. Let him get the jet. Every little part, or maybe it's a bit like this. Okay, 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 God. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. Examine my heart. Here it is. Examine. Okay, yep, I'm up. Clean it. Clean it. So here we go. Here we go again, God. I'm up. And so he's like, okay. God says, okay, I got the hose. I'm ready. My son, my daughter, come on, remember, you need this. This is a part of the process. It's, it's all good. I've got you. You're on a journey with me. You don't have to have it all figured out. I don't expect you to have it perfect. I'm going to come. And even if you did have so much good stuff going on, there can still be junk that's dumped into your pool that you've got to process through here. So, so come on, let, let's, let's clean it out. Let's, and so we're like, okay, okay, here I am. And so here we are. And so he gets the hose and it's... And he's squirting and you're like, oh, that's good. Ah. And so, 
cleaning this stuff and we're like, okay, that's good. And washing out some of those attitudes and some of that annoyance that we'd felt and that thing we've got towards that person and that part of our flesh squirting. And then we just get to here and <laughs> I didn't know you wanted to clean that bit. And so we take the filter back. And we say, God, you can clean this bit, this bit, this bit, this bit, this bit. But this bit is mine. You're not touching this part of my heart. So we, we pull it back. And the prompting that he was reaching out with through the word or through that message at church or that conversation you had with a friend or that, that prompting of the Holy Spirit on the inside or that someone who was calling you up or calling you out, that prompting that you deep down you knew was from him. We kind of push it away. We go, no, that bit is closed off. I'm refusing to let you into that space in my heart, pretending like it's not going to matter. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows through it. And that piece of rot that we hang on to in here, that may feel good to our flesh, but then it's pumping through that flesh the sinful flesh into the pool of our lives. And so we go, God, I don't want you to squirt the hose of your truth there. Uh, uh. And he's like, come on, come on, let me clean out the junk. Let me clean out the sin. Let me clean out the mess, that offense, that hurt, that, that unforgiveness. Do not hang on to it. It is not for your benefit to hang on to that. Let it go. Let me bring forgiveness and peace into that space. Come on, let it go. That fear that you're clinging to. Let me get my word, my truth into that space. Come on, give me some room to get in with the water of his word and come and bring freedom into that space got to stay still and come on, let him squirt the hose in that part of your heart, that disappointment when it didn't work out how you thought it should. And we've kind of locked it off to him and we're on a little bit of shutdown in that area. Let him in. Or that area of control. God, I'm going to trust you with this, this, but not this is where I control things. Somehow thinking we can control it more effectively than the author of life, the creator of the universe. But we want to keep this control. You can have this part of my life, but you're not touching my finances. You can have this and this, but you're not coming near that relationship because I've made up my mind. Let him in above all else. Guard your heart. Let him be the Lord of your heart. Everything you do flows from that space. Final point. John 7, 37 to 38. All you thirsty ones, come to me. This is Jesus talking. Come to me and drink. Believe in me so that rivers of living Water, not normal water, living water, supernatural water, water with the flavor of heaven, so that rivers of living water will burst out from within you, 
flowing from your innermost being or flowing from your heart. All you thirsty ones, come to me. Come to me and drink. All of you who thirst for something more, like you know God has got more. If you're thirsty for Him, come to Him. All of those who need help, if you need help in your life, He says, come to me and drink. All of you who have got a dirty pool, the pool of your life is dirty and you know it. Don't pretend, come to Him. Come to Him. All of you who have got a clogged heart, clogged parts of your heart. Come to Him. Don't hide from Him. All of you who are flatlining in your faith, don't retreat. Come. All of those of you who are thirsty from running hard in this journey, come to Him. Come to Him and drink rivers of living water, supernatural water. All of you who have got a passion to do something extraordinary with your lives, come to Him and drink that these rivers of living water can burst out from within you, flowing from your innermost being. Living water into your heart means your heart is healed and fixed, made whole, cleansed, refreshed. His life flowing into your heart. And then not just into your heart, flowing through your heart into the pool of your life where there is water that has this heavenly substance in it that is occupying the pool of your life. It's not just clean water, which is brilliant. It's living water. There is something supernatural going on in the pool of that person's life. And I can't quite put my finger on it. It's living water. The world notices living water in the pool of our lives. And we have to let God into the spaces, the very crevices of our heart to come and clean out the junk, to let His transformation process continue and never stop so that rivers of living water can flow to us and through us. Can we put that final slide up? Thanks, guys. We're going to play a song in a minute. And I'm going to give us a moment to reflect, to maybe pray, maybe stop and process or let God continue to speak to you. It's a song that goes for around four minutes. What we have up on the screen here on the sides is maybe this is something that you could turn into even a prayer afresh for you. And maybe this will even be the first moment that you've done something like this or Maybe it's been a while and you've been around but haven't had your heart open like this. Now is your moment to go there. Again, we have scripture we're springboarding from above all else. Guard your heart. Let him come and be the captain of that space. Guard your heart for everything you do. Your entire life flows from it. And let's be reminded again to let him examine. Search me, O God. And so maybe as you sit there, your prayer is, God, I'm actually going to do this. I'm going to let you really examine my heart. Here it is before you. I'm not going to hide it. Examine my heart. Come see into the, the very depths of who I am. 
examine my heart. Then we say, Lord, clean, create in me a clean heart. And would you do it, Lord? I'm going to let you squirt the hose of your truth wherever you need to, because I want this filter clean. I want it to do what it's designed to do. And then thirdly is, Lord, I am thirsty for more of you, your truth, your love, your life. I want your living water flowing in me and flowing through me into the pool of my life. Let us tonight have open hearts, open hearts to him today to say like Joshua 24, I yield my heart to you. Like Psalm 139, know my heart. O Lord, like 1 Chronicles 22, I devote my heart to you. Like 2 Thessalonians, Lord Jesus Christ, would you encourage my heart? Like Ephesians 1, let the eyes of my heart be enlightened. Like 2 Chronicles 30, I set my heart. Like Psalm 26, examine my heart. Psalm 84, my heart and my flesh Cry out for the living God. Like Proverbs 3, I trust you with all my heart. Like Colossians 3, I set my heart on things above. Like James 4, purify my heart, God. Like 1 John 3, Lord, may my heart be set at rest in your presence. Like Ephesians 3, Christ, come dwell in my heart through faith. Like John 16, I take heart because you have overcome the world. Like Galatians 4, I receive the spirit afresh in my heart, the spirit who calls out Abba, Father. Like Philippians 4, let your peace guard my heart and my mind in Christ Jesus. Like Deuteronomy 4, I will seek you, Lord my God, and I will find you because I will seek you with all my heart. Thanks so much for joining us here on our podcast. We encourage you to let this word further help you live and share the life to the full that Jesus gives. If you want to check out more about our upcoming events, service times, locations, or to give online, go to c3hh.com.au.